0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: How about that? 7-13 on a Saturday morning, 74 degrees, mostly cloudy skies. Going to be another muggy day today, and so we hope you'll stay cool, unless you're inside WCCO Studios where it's 40 below zero. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Burns is here. Good morning, Dan. I've been so hot all week, I'm comfortable with it. I know. So, yeah. Well, we're all wearing sweaters in yeah. here. Nice to see you. Good to
0: see you. Yeah, it's been a while.
1: Yeah, it has. And Danny said, you know, he's going out of town. And Lindsay Peterson said, hey, you want to do Saturday morning? I'm like, yeah, I'll do yeah. Saturday morning.
0: Do I have to get up early? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know me. You mu- you mentioned my footwear this morning. For our radio listeners, um, what am I wearing on my feet?
0: Yeah, lack of footwear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm barefoot this no morning. No wonder you're cold. You should have some socks on. I should put
1: some socks on. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk cars And I know a lot of folks like to call in with questions about their cars. So we'll just say the phone number right out of the gates that it is, as I remember it, 989-9226. And they can call 651-989-9226. And our good friend, Dennis, who won't go on the air with me, is going to answer your phone calls as they come in. But we thought we'd get started talking a little bit, Dan, about electric cars. They're out there. And I walked by a Tesla the other Mm. day in the parking lot. And I looked for the gas gauge, and I couldn't find it. And then I looked all around to try to see, how does this car get powered? Is there like a plug I'm not seeing? So I wondered about that and cars in general that are run on electricity.
0: Yeah, you know, they are run on electricity. There is no gas tank. And uh, there's a whole bunch of different variations of electric type cars. Some of them do still have internal combustion gas engines that supplement the electricity, <clears throat> and some, like Tesla, have gone all-electric. Volvo announced this year that they're coming out, I think, next year, with an all-electric car. In fact, maybe their whole fleet is going all-electric. Wow, yeah, I think the whole their whole fleet. Yeah, their whole fleet is going all-electric, which is going to be great, uh, especially in the European big cities that have not done as good a job as we have with uh, the... Pollution factor, mm-hmm. so that's going to help a lot. But at any rate, no Tesla has is you know has kind of ran with that ball mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and they have charging stations all along the interstate and the you know my thought always was well I don't want to have to stop for an hour while my car recharges, mm-hmm. but I guess the the express charge on them is eight minutes. Oh, and. uh so that's not very long, no. and there's plenty of the charging stations along the interstates now that that uh, they have access. So, you know, if you'd have asked me two years ago, what do you think? I said, well, it's a great idea, but I'm not sure mm. that it's going to stick. Mm-hmm. But to tell you the truth, I think it's going to stick. Yeah. I've changed my tune, and, and uh, the... I ha- happened to work on a, a Honda this week. That's a hybrid. It's both gas and electric. But um, as time has gone on, the hybrids have gotten far more electric and far less uh, gas engine. In fact, when this Honda's on the highway driving down the road, the, all the engine does is recharge the battery. Oh, it, it, as it's going. Yeah, it's all electric uh, driving down the highway. So uh, wow, yeah, Pretty no, cool. I, I think they're here to stay and all of the major lines are coming up with an electric version of a car. So. so the couple questions
1: about that. Yes. Um, number one, the cost. I always think I would love to get an electric car, but I think it costs $400,000.
0: They are expensive. They are <laughs> they are more expensive, and it takes a long time for it to make economic sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't think that's why most people do it. I think most people that are interested in it, uh, first of all, like the performance mm-hmm. like f- for example the Tesla and an awful lot of the sports cars are going hybrid because an electric motor uh, powering your vehicle is way more responsive than a gas engine so in other words if you know back in the day we used to have gas engines with turbochargers and superchargers now they have a gas gas engine with an electric motor attachment so when you want quick acceleration the electric motor uh comes in and its response is immediate wow. so they they they're little rocket ships with these electric uh motor uh, uh power generators so
1: I drove a Chevy Volt one time yeah and that was kind of cool now that's a hybrid
0: yeah, no that's uh no that's an all electric car all electric yeah, car yeah
1: and i was going to say that I felt like I was almost in one of those rides, like a tram, because it's so quiet. Right. Yeah. It's kind of weird.
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's fun. It takes some getting used. Yeah, that's for sure. And you know, you plug it in at night when you're when you're home, and and uh, for most people, that's just fine. That you know, lasts a day or two or three or a week, and, and. and, cool. Uh, yeah, I think no, I think they're here to stay.
1: And I don't think the Volt is that much money. I mean, relatively speaking. I well, think compared
0: to compared Tesla. to its gas engine counterpart, it is more expensive. Mm-hmm. But again, I think it's more about the environment and the performance that people are after, not quite as much about the the return on gas money is a long time. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. That's for sure. But uh, but it but it will get there. I mean, in, over the life of the car. Uh, it'll be cheaper to operate if you choose to keep the car that long.
1: So we'll tra- we're transitioning right we are. now. Yeah, and we got a call from John in Minneapolis who had a question for you, Dan. He wants to know about how the battery holds up in the long, cold winter months for you, electric cars.
0: You know, that's a, another thing that I've noticed. You know, the the hybrid uh, engines and cars have been around for a long time and uh, uh, m- way more than a decade. Mm. And th- I have found them to be um, we've done very little work on the electric portion of those cars and those engines um, th- we've We've replaced some batteries, mm-hmm. and that's a big, expensive uh, complicated process, but we've replaced them at two hundred thousand miles or something mm-hmm. like that so mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. i mean it's it's people uh, the cars are still good, and it's a good investment. It makes sense to replace the batteries and do it when it's time but but generally speaking the cars are very reliable and very dependable. The electric portion of it, I think, was incredibly engineered before they kicked it off. So,
1: All right. You are listening to WCCO Radio on this Saturday morning at 720. I'm Susie Jones in this morning for Denny Long and our guest, Dan Burns, Car Talk of Lloyd's Automotive. If you have a question... It is 651-989-9226. We'll take a quick break and take some of your calls right after this. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It is 725. Well after midnight or before midnight. Dan Burns car talk from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul and that's one of the locations. How many do you have, Dan? Just one. Just one. Yeah. I've been there many times. I try you know
0: I tried uh, I tried the multiple location thing for everything but I'm way too controlling, and I (laughs) I need to touch every car that comes through the shop, and I couldn't do that with more than one location. Well,
1: I love having you in St. Paul, because whenever I have to do a car story, you know me, I call and come over.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we like having you there,
1: Whether it's 40 below, and we talk about how your tires can hold up in that cold. Right. Kind of hard to think about now. Right. We have a bunch of calls, but I wanted to ask real quick, um, working on the electric car, does that propose a challenge to your mechanics? Do they have to sort of get more and more training to do that? Yeah, well... But like any,
0: you know, every every new model year requires new training, and every new feature on cars requires training. So that's just part of the job. It's like, you know, a, a doctor. As new technology and new equipment comes out, you need to learn about it. And uh, I think that's what makes a job interesting. Yeah, I would not want to keep doing. The same thing with the same equipment and the same story that would get kind of boring. So, All right, well, yeah, good the, to know. The, the new stuff is exciting and we like it. So good, that's good, that's good about the business. Well,
1: we've got a bank of phone calls, right. so let's get started. Right. Uh, let's start with Jerry in Stillwater. Good morning, Jerry. You're on the air.
2: Yeah, see, I just like to tell you a few facts about. To- I bought two Toyota Priuses. One one is a 2004, and the other one is a 2007. And before I bought them, I uh, asked questions about the hybrid battery. And I called the uh, to, uh, Maplewood Toyota, the largest Toyota dealer in the state of Minnesota, and two other dealers. And then I called the a central place in the United States, Toyota. And they started making Toyota Priuses in 96 or 98 in Japan. And they have never replaced a battery, a hybrid battery for wear, only for accidents.
0: Oh, really? Really? well we we have <laughs> yeah we uh, we get them in you know maybe uh, half a dozen or so that that uh, have come in, and there's actually a uh, you know a, there, it comes in with a trouble code, actually, the mm-hmm. car has done a self diagnostic and it has failed, and uh, then you go through a test procedure and if it fails but yeah we've we 've done uh, maybe half a dozen of them or something like that
1: okay, so. thanks for the call, appreciate it. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you want to jump in here and ask Dan a question, we'll go to Vinny next. Vinny's in Coon Rapids. How are you this morning, Vinny?
2: Ah, uh, good morning. I was wondering if uh, overinflated tires will uh, have the uh, outer tie rod ends wear out quicker.
0: No. Well, maybe theoretically they could, but not not practically. I mean, at, okay. At the, you no, you can't inflate a tire you can't overinflate a tire enough to make it that hard and so okay uh you know All right, good. Pra- and
2: then I got one other quick question mm. do you know when the new Teslas are coming out the ones that people had to pre-order a long time ago
0: you know I don't I don't know exactly but the uh, I know the I know the SUV is available now and I think the uh, I forget if it's what the model is exactly, but it's the smaller, more economical version. And I think those are perhaps ready right now, too. But uh, at any rate, if not right now, it'll be very soon.
1: Very good. And we'll go, uh, let's see, it's 28, 29 minutes past 7 o'clock. Should we break or take this last call? Take, the last call. It's take- Bar- Barb. Barb is on the line. Good morning, Barb. How are you? Good morning. Nice to have you.
2: Well, thank you. First time I've called the the car line. Oh, well,
1: what is it? What's going on with your car?
2: We have a 2007 Gen um, Grand Cherokee Jeep. And in the last few, I mean, this has been going off and on for like four or five years, but lately it's been quite regular. All of a sudden you're driving and it goes down in speed to you can't accelerate more than 30, 40 miles an hour until you pull over stop everything, restart the car, and continue going. My son checked it and said it's called the limp mode, and apparently Chrysler knows about it, but we have brought it to two different dealers, and they, don't, they say unless it's doing it, we can't help you. So we're, we're wondering what this is all about. Well, for a number
0: of reasons, the vehicle will go into that limp mode, and it's kind of a, kind of a safety thing. Uh, so that if, if for example, if there's a significant misfire on the engine or a, there's a whole bunch of other parameters that will set the car into that mode, and what it is is to protect the car from itself uh, while you slowly get it someplace where you can repair it. And by restarting the car, like what you're doing, you're, re- you're rebooting all the computers and in that process, it goes through some te- self tests, and then it's happy, and um, and once it's happy, it'll it'll work fine again for a while. And so it, the 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 trick is to figure out why it initially what what test is it failing that's setting it into that limp in mode.
2: Hmm. Okay, because so. we're they're not finding anything when they put it on the um, computer to tell you what it is. They're yeah. not finding any any codes.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully. Uh, it will do it. How often does it do it?
2: Well, it happened to me yesterday twice. Oh, and, so it's um,
0: doing it frequently enough for, we, I mean, you know, what we would do is have you bring it in and leave it until we get it to act up. And if mm-hmm. it's doing it every day or every couple of days, we'll just use it on parts runs or whatever and get it to act up. Okay. When, when it's in that mode, then I, and I've got my computer, you know, access to it, then I get the information that I need that will then I can say, oh, hey, Here's why Here's why it went into limpet mode. It found a significant misfire uh, in order to protect the catalytic converter system. It goes into this limp mode. So,
1: Is it dangerous, Dan?
0: Well, it's I not. I mean, you're on the freeway. It kind and of is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. No, it's not It's not meant to. I mean, it's meant to get you to the side of the road and, and to get to help, but uh, it's not really meant to drive long term. No. But the, the fact that you're pulling over and restarting it is good news, you know, that that uh, you can again get going again but
1: all right well thanks for the call barb appreciate it we're going to take a break now for news but remember we've got dan coming up after the news at 9899226 you can use 6519899226 for your car questions right after this welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it and a good saturday morning to you My name is Susie Jones. I'm normally in the newsroom, but today I am in the host chair, filling in for Denny Long, and my friend Dan Burns is in studio, Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, and we're talking cars. And I know, Dan, that yesterday it was 94 degrees, and today it's going to be 88, and we could break our record high of 90. That was set back in 1937. So it doesn't particularly feel like winter, is coming but it is
0: yeah you know and you can you can winterize your car when it's 90 out also
1: okay and that's probably better than winterizing it when it's 40 below and you've got a stack of cars that need work
0: well not only me that's true for me or uh, if you want to do some of it yourself okay uh, and a lot of people do uh, do it before the weather gets nasty. What do you Don't, do? What you, can you, I
1: do myself for my car to winterize? Well,
0: you can do a lot of the checks. You know, oh, you can yeah. the tires and the you can uh, do a lot of the visual inspection stuff. Make sure your wipers are good. Make sure your washer fluid works. Uh, a lot of the safety stuff you can do yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people are still willing and and want to do their own oil changes. That Not sorts, me. I know, but. Uh, and cars have gotten so complicated that you need—they know, ride so low now you can't get under them. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but at any rate, people still do, and and that's fine. You know, good if do what you can, mm-hmm. that's fine. And what you can't, then bring it in, and uh, and we'll do the rest for you. But the antifreeze needs to be checked. The battery needs to be checked that's probably
1: uh, the biggest one isn't it the battery isn't the battery the hardest in the cold months the
0: well actually batteries just as many batteries fail in hot weather oh. as they do in cold weather but that's a yeah, yeah but but extreme temperatures are hard on all of the electrical components battery included so yeah now's uh, you know it's a comfortable time uh, you know a, a cool Saturday afternoon not today but a cool Saturday <laughs> afternoon to Go through the car and get it all ready for winter. Put all the stuff in it that you're going to need, the window scrapers and all that sort of stuff. So there, yeah, there, there is up, stuff to think
1: about. I forget that all the time, so I'm out there with my credit card yeah. scraping my yeah. with yeah. no mittens, on. right? No <laughs> mittens and yeah, no. Have
0: have the proper tools in the car on time, and you'll be way more comfortable.
1: Yeah, and also get that emergency kit. I know that's important to have your your safety stuff in your car too.
0: Yeah, you might might not want to put the chocolate bars in there quite yet, but <laughs> but soon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Dan, it is so good to talk to you. I know a lot of people have questions for you. Um, what are some of the common questions you get from people when, when they have mostly, like you had that gal call about that limp mode? I mean, are, they, are there problems that are sort of common that you hear again and again?
0: Well, you know, it's just like this show, actually. That's the people say, you know, people come into the shop and say, is it hard for you to, you know, do the show and, and give people that kind of information? But tr- truthfully, the, the questions that I get at the shop are just the same questions that I get here on the radio. And mm-hmm. and mostly what people are looking for is, here's what's going on, what should I do? Right. And, you know, I think one of our strong suits is that we're willing to take the time to explain people, or to people, what's going on and mm-hmm. why we're doing it, mm-hmm. and what needs to be done today, what needs to be saved for the future, Yeah. but... um one thing that I encourage people to do is like when you go to the doctor's office don't withhold information from me. <laughs> it uh, cuz I'll find it anyway. Right. So <clears throat> if you're
1: smoking a cigarette, yeah, <clears> or <throat> you don't
0: you don't floss. Right. Well, if it's uh but I'll find it anyway, but it's it's less expensive for you if you share all the information with me because then I it gets me to the problem quicker right. and and easier and and so uh, they only tell me half the story because they only want me to find half of what's wrong with it to <laughs> keep them on the road, and then it won't cost as much. That's the theory, and it makes sense, but yeah. that's not the way it really goes. But
1: I always like to say to my mechanic, is it safe if I don't fix it, and what's the order in which I need to fix various things?
0: Right. That's actually a great question. Uh-huh. That's a great question, and and it's actually my job to tell you that. Here's what you, you – know. You can't drive it out of the shop today if you have a significantly loose steering part, for example, because that's dangerous and you're dangerous to you and other people on the road. But there's a whole bunch of things that can be wrong with your car that's safe for today and it will limp along until you can work some more and make some more money and, you know, come in and get it taken care of. And it's my job to tell you that.
1: Great. Well, it was wonderful to talk to you this morning. You too. Nice to see you. Glad your family's well. And Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul?
0: Yep, 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We just have a new website, Susie. You should check it out at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call. I'll be there this morning, actually, at 651-228-1316.
1: Have a great day. Thanks, you too. It is Car Talk, Dan Burns, Lloyd Automotive.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.